Food Court, a movie podcast where John and Sean watch shit, judge shit, and most importantly, eat shit. We are the law. Hey, Sean. <laughs> that worked great. <laughs> okay, then, Sean. We're not actually in a food court this time. Yes. Because we have chosen a theater that inconsolably, unfortunately, there is doesn't no food have a food court. court. Jerks. We're at the uh, very non-regal, regal Hollywood 27. It does have the beautiful neon lights, though. It is it, a very photogenic regal. It looks great, but I have a forever vendetta against this theater. Is it because of the time you saw Silence? It is because of the time I saw <laughs> Silence. Uh, the entire time, a Bollywood movie, because it's kind of a Bollywood theater, which is cool. Yeah. But a Bollywood movie was just blaring yeah. through the boom, entirety boom, of the film. Like Tunuk Tunuk Delerma Hindi stuff. <laughs> the entire time, yep. we were... And it's during like the moments where like you know some poor Japanese man's being flayed alive while <laughs> you're supposed to be able to hear like the birds chirp and the crickets yes. and the cicadas and you're supposed to be reflecting yeah. upon Andrew Garfield's wispy beard and just it didn't happen for me. Instead, no. uh, instead I'm pretty sure Delerma Hindi was uh, d- d- you know doing 180s in, <laughs> in in Dubai or something. Yeah, they were. It was pretty amazing. When I don't know, it was the time I saw it with you. When when I saw it, someone changed the trash. Oh, Someone came in like in the last five minutes and was changing the trash, like the very most important part of the whole movie. <laughs> While Liam Neeson is <laughs> talking about his controversy. <laughs> it was great. Uh, well, anyways, I'm John Burr. And uh, I'm Sean Parrott. And we're the Food Court Movie Podcasters. Hello out there. Uh, we're eating some delicious nearby Mexican food at mm. El Mariachi. Mm. Because this is a cinema experiential podcast. It's about going to the cinema. Mm. And I'm sorry I keep saying cinema. Cinema. I'll try to say movies. The Film? Preferred. Film. A Marty Scorsese picture. What movies shall we see? There are the uh, aforementioned Bollywood staples There's here. lots of Bollywoods. We can see one called Sakasham. That sounds no, fun. No, Sakasham. Okay. Um, we can see Gudachari. That sounds great, too. Chila Sao. Okay. And then probably my favorite Bollywood selection we have here, Teen Titans Go <laughs> to the Movies. That sounds great. Uh, I don't want to see any of those. Okay, that's fine. Um, I'm not, I, Like, Bollywood for me is like a fallback, or if there's absolutely nothing to see, or if I'm super depressed and just want to experience the good time happens. Yes, some good spinning. They love spinning. Um, we can't go cruising again, I'm sorry. What? Well, not for well, the show. Not for the show. It would be, yeah. We might go cruising again tonight. Uh, we could see, I didn't know this existed, Christopher Robin starring Ewan McGregor. Oh, yes. It's got the original guy who does the voice. So is oh. that Pooh Bears, buddy? I'm Pooh. I'm still I'm still the same guy playing the boy. No, is it really? I have a friend. I yeah. just figured it was Bobcat Goldthwait at this point. <laughs> I wish. Or is it, uh, who is it, Tom Kenny who does Spongebob? Yes. He does a lot of he, voices. I think he does all of them. Uh, I'm not feeling any votes for Christopher mm, Robin. Nah, I mean, maybe sometime There's in my life. There's Death of a Nation? What the hell is that? I have that? no idea what that is. What are you? How do I not... It is it about like, Trump? I think it is about Trump oh, is and it? Lincoln. Is it about Trump, how Trump is great and... I don't know. Okay. I'm already freaked out. Most the spy of those... who dumped me. Oh, yeah. I'd rather uh, re-experience Bollywood silence than <laughs> anything that Kate McKinnon touches, I'm afraid. <laughs> Uh-oh. Unless you can talk me out of it. I can't. The Kate McKinnon phenomenon disturbs me. She's got lots of teeth. Her teeth are big. Toothy. I like it. Oh. I, I, I'm i always pointed to her 
Like, no, I don't think anyone watches Saturday Night Live anymore, but we all like pass around the videos. Oh yeah. On Monday or something at work when we're not supposed to. Um, we cannot get equalized again. No. Although at some point we need to talk about Equalizer too. Sure. Sequelizer. That can be our uh, DVD. Uh, we'll, we'll do it in six years <laughs> when we're loaded off when of we're this tape. Equalizer three comes out. Uh, Mama Mia, here we go again. Um, I, you know how I feel about Abba. How do you feel about I feel Abba? Abba? You yeah. do Abba or Abba? I do Abba. Uh, I don't know what I, which one I do. I just said Abba, but now I feel like maybe I say Abba. Uh, I like them a lot, but I feel like that will not be the best way to hear them, like Meryl Streep singing the, their songs. I have a pretty staunch No Colin Firth policy that oh. I rarely break. King's Speech? Now, Abba, Abba? <laughs> yeah. See, this is what you've done to me is unfair, because they are, in fact, one of my favorite bands of all time. Incredible band. So quickly, what's your favorite Abba song? Uh, let me tell you why you're wrong. Okay, uh, let's see. Uh, sometimes I go, gimme, gimme, gimme a man after midnight. That's a really good one. It's so good. That uh, has that beautiful slide whistle. No, it's not. Jesus. But it's That'd be an incredible slide whistle player. What is the one, though? Um, okay, so. Winner takes it all? No, goodness gracious. You like the winner takes it all? Okay. I'm, I, li- I like the slow songs, but you, when they get truly poppy, like when they get like Mamma Mia, mm-hmm. that's when that's when it feels good. Okay. Um, I, so I have two. Okay. Take a Chance on Me. Great song. And one of the best recordings ever. Okay. And one of the songs that you can't just like cover live. You just can't. No. Because there's something magical about it. You need like it. 20 men. Uh, but then also, I think their coming out party for the Euro contest, Waterloo, Ooh. is a testament to songwriting goodness. Waterloo's wonderful. Um, but I feel like... We're not seeing that movie. We're not though. seeing that movie. <laughs> uh, I'm going to vote for Blind Spotting. Okay. I, it's, the internet seems to love it, and that doesn't always mean anything, but... <laughs> well, you know how contrarian I like to be. <laughs> I know you do. I would love to rail against Blind Spotting. <laughs> and it's only an hour and a half long. That's not bad. Come on, we can go cruising for bruising again. That's true. I I honestly can we talk about the trailer of the blind spotting? Or is that okay? Oh, we can talk about the tra- we have seen the trailer the trailer a looks pretty times. good. I kind of like it. I I feel scared about uh a cappella rapping. It just It does it, have a little of a Hamiltonian flair. Yes. Was this dude in Hamilton? Is this Hamilton? I don't think that's him. Is this guy Hamilton? It might be Lin-Manuel. By the time we have watched this movie, we'll have come back to the car and we'll have deciphered if this stars Alexander Hamilton. Alexander Hamilton. Oh, I feel like such a fool. Yeah, uh, yeah. He wasn't Hamilton. He was actually the Marquis de Lafayette and Thomas Jefferson. I don't know how you can play two parts. I don't know this show. Maybe it was a like a True West thing. Philip Seymour Hoffman, okay. John C. Riley swapping roles. Maybe uh, there was a, a lot of Hamilton vibe to this movie. Yeah, but before we talk about this movie, it's time for the Orange Previewlius. Or Orange Julius presents Orange Previous. <laughs> we have to work on these segments a little more. I like it. Uh, I have uh, picked for us my favorite trailers for good or you bad. You had favorites? <laughs> hey. uh, the A Star is Born trailer, of course. It's unbelievable. Seen a thousand times. When directed by Bradley Cooper, hits the screen. 
<laughs> it's one of the most anticlimactic moments. <laughs> what if it said directed by Lady Gaga? Would it be better or worse? Yes, it would be better. <laughs> Don't be absurd. She's a talented So, woman. is Bradley Cooper stuck doing the American Sniper voice? Is this like when Jeff Bridges did Rooster Cogburn and he got stuck as Rooster Cogburn for the rest of his life? Hey, just wait one minute. I want to see you one more time. They gave him lots of real red makeup. He looks like super fucked he alcoholic. He is George fucked. Hamilton level. Type. Yes. It's scary. He is leathery. Uh, I will probably not. I mean, we'll probably see that movie, but sadly, I don't want will to. Will it be in theaters? Then we will see <laughs> it. It might be straight to Netflix. <laughs> uh, we also saw the Black Klansman trailer, which I like. I like the Black Klansman trailer. I think I've seen it too many times. I've seen it a lot of times. And it it kind of like hits notes that I wish it didn't hit as much. Like the ending of the trailer? Yeah, oh, come on. If I knew there were going to be Klansmen here, I would have skipped this mother. And if then I they knew stopped. it was going to be that kind of party, I'd stick my dick in the mashed potatoes. <laughs> yes. Why didn't they do that? They should have That's the that. better joke. Is that the joke that's actually in the movie? Maybe. Because that would be cool. That's a good Dolomite joke. Mm. Just saying, I wouldn't have taken this job. <laughs> Isn't a very good... Uh, Take this job and shove it. I mean, come on. Do something better, Spike. But I, I am excited about that, although I'm nervous. Yeah. That the son of God, the son of Denzel Washington, oh yes, might suck. I'm not catching a lot of uh, star power from it's him. Hard to tell. I like what's his name, Adam Driver. Yeah, he uh, he's okay. What's his name suffices. Actually. Yeah, I, That's a I very, can never yeah. remember his name. I think and you also, can call him Darth Vader Jr. Now. <laughs> yes, and there's or also Solo the Third. I do not remember. <laughs> there's a very beautiful woman in the trailer, but I don't know what her name is. But I love her. Uh, finally. Uh, remember that trailer for A Simple Favor? Maybe if that's what, what it's called. What the hell is that it's movie? It's that girl Which who's in movies. It? I don't know. I can't think of her. She's Anna like... something? She plays like a She's a sidekick. singing movie. She does singing movies. Oh, yeah, she does the pitch, pitch perfect. perfect, yeah. And then there's that lady who's attractive in things. I don't have no idea who she is. Blake Lively? Is that who is she is? Is that Blake Lively? And then there's I don't the... recognize her unless a shark is chasing her. <laughs> and then there's crazy... Am I, if I'm not mistaken, the guy from Crazy Rich Asians, right? Yes, who must be the next big shit. <laughs> He's so hot. He and is good looking. He's very handsome. But I couldn't tell who was cheating on who, and I guess that was... But the the most ridiculous part is, like, from the dark, twisted mind of Paul Feige. Uh, <laughs> I think it's even worse than that. I think it's, like, the darker side. Yeah, of, it is that. Like, you know, he might do Ghostbusters movies, but he also does dark I stuff mean, like this. Ghostbusters was horrific. I have not seen I it. I was filled with terror. Oh, you do hate Kate McKinnon. We talked about oh, this that's earlier. Right. <laughs> now we're getting back to the, the, the nascent point of my McKinnon <laughs> hatred. Uh, but yeah, I mean that trailer is bewildering. Um, it's funny that you did that you brought up Star is Born too, because both of those trailers had enough like flashy flash flash. Yeah. To where I'm such a cheap date, I'm such a slut for cinema. Oh that, yeah. That was kind of like, oh, that shot's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, there is that one <laughs> shot outside the bus where there's a sunset in the Star is Born trailer. Yeah. It's like, okay, I'll watch oh, that movie. Yeah, I, I can see why they <laughs> slowed that down. Like, and plus Bradley Cooper, who is like a Picasso painting. So, even he looks beautiful. Yeah. That's the thing. The theme of that film, A Star is Born, is two Picasso paintings. Yeah. Mating. That and sounds singing. great. And brief nudity, apparently. <laughs> yeah, she really comes in. She lets it out. She's got her belter voice. She wine houses that shiz. <laughs> Anyways. Yes. Blind spotting. Yes. Are we there already? We're there. And uh, I don't have no idea how you feel about the movie. That's the whole point of this. I okay. guess this is the first time we've talked about the movie. Okay. Hit me. What'd you think? <laughs> um, I was, 
deeply in the middle about it. Okay. Like really heavily in the middle. Can you be deeply in the middle? I feel so very in the middle. Driven a schism, right? Yes. The bottom. I thought all of the stuff that was funny was fantastic. I right. thought a lot of the stuff that was dramatic kind of felt really heavy-handed and forced to me. Some of it yes. I thought was okay. Uh, this, but I may I might sound stupid here again as usual. Yeah. It was too theatrical. It was very theatrical. Uh, and I almost feel like it, and, and don't, I think I probably liked it more than you did, but it was so clearly a first effort and so clearly like belonged on the stage. Yeah. I could see seeing that, and you could definitely have made that movie on the stage. Yeah. Because it, it really felt like, you know, black box theater a lot of times. Yes. And, uh, but it, it, there were just moments that were a little too much and a little too showy and a little too like, Kind of too artful and knowing of itself. Yeah, I can see that. Like, uh, particularly, the, I don't want to spoil anything, but the climax of the film, I feel is like almost absurd. Yeah, it, but it, I, I could see myself in a theater being like, "Oh yeah, yeah, that was cool." I mean, there's something cool about it. I thought they pulled it off better than I thought they would. Like when, when it you, started when, doing it. Yeah, when you get to the scene, we can talk about it because people who are listening have seen it, right? Uh, we're gonna figure we're 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 figuring this out. Okay. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> uh, I don't even know how to talk about it. Then there's a shooting. There's a shooting. And said shooter. And, and this is the summer of cop shootings. Yes, it's been awful were, in Nashville. It's terrifying. And also in the cinema. Like uh, oh yes, we're seeing previews. There were multiple previews for a cop shooting movie. Yeah, there were so and many. This is very much a cop shooting movie. Yes. And said cop, as played by Can't Hardly Wait's Ethan Embry. Is that who that was? Yes, it is. Oh, uh, it's finally confronted, and he basically, looks and it's a very intense scene. Yes, and it is Hamilton style rap. There's wrapped, yeah, and I didn't, I didn't want it to be wrapped. I don't know. I just, I mean, it always feel like even that, really good rappers, I just don't want them to do it without music. <laughs> I just want to hear the music. Okay. And hear them rapping. Even like when you see like Eminem do those ciphers, or like people like that. When you see Nas do right. stuff, it's just like. I just wish there was music with that. <laughs> I guess that didn't bother me as much, but I, I, I will say that uh, it does take you out of it for yes. a moment. Because when you go to the theater, and I keep saying the word theater, and when mm -hmm. I say theater, I mean, like, you know. T-H-E-A-T-R-E? -E? I'm talking about going <laughs> to, you know, the Fox Theater and see a play. It. Shakespearean shit. Oh, Come on. yes. And this was a very Shakespearean structured thing. Yeah. Like, you know, it, it kind of, like, had codas and stuff and an opening. It, it starts out with Verity playing, you know. Oh, yes, that's music, true. Music brings you in. But, like, it, it I feel like it would have worked better as a play. Let's let's make it a play. But let's stage it ourselves. I, you play the David Diggs part, and I'll play the other guy part. Does I don't know. Is, is David Diggs, can we get to the Euro, the mystery meat, oh. mystery meat, Euro of the film, the best part or parts of the movie? Man, I think, I mean, I guess I already mentioned this, but I think in general the comedy was my favorite part. Right. I Just, really thought, now, is David Diggs, is he Thomas Jefferson? Is he the lead? He is, uh, yes. Okay, he was very uneven. Yes. Uh, I don't know if he was good or bad. I don't know either. The other guy is a star. He's great. I don't know who he is. Yeah. I think his name was Raphael something. I think so, too. I think they wrote they wrote the movie together. Yes. They're from Oakland. I thought this was a really cool representation of Oakland, the likes of which I didn't know existed. It was cool yeah. seeing the, the gentrification and all that. It also felt really reminiscent of, like, everything in East Nashville. Like, we yeah, both of course. lived there. 
You see all the, like, yeah. it, literally the same condos that are in East Nashville going right. up there. There's too. a lot of incoming boho bombardment going on. Yes. There's a lot of talk of authenticity. Uh, and this movie, really, I felt, dealt with it pretty well. Yeah. Uh, I thought the the, the Raphael actor it seems like a star. Yes, he's awesome. He was also a better rapper. Yes, he was a better rapper. But oh, I, although I do think DeVee I'm was sure a good rapper. I'm sure they wrote the raps together, right? I don't know. I don't, I don't care. know how it works. <laughs> <laughs> I did like some of the long takes. I liked a lot of that. It I didn't notice like, them, so that's good. It seemed very like calm. They didn't have to cut all the time. You know, there was some. You know, yeah, they were just walking, I doing did stuff. I not notice them. Yeah, but yeah, I, I. But I'm kind of like, this movie stumbled with its big moments. Mm-hmm. But that's okay because it's their first film. Yeah. It seems like it's gonna be. All, they're gonna have a great career. Yeah, like, I'd like to see more movies by them, certainly. Yeah, and I mean, I would love to see, like, a T... I, and these characters were cool. I would have loved to see a TV show with these characters. Yes. I really liked... Especially when we, we, we watch so many things where the character's, are like, purposefully terrible now. I think that's what everyone... Yeah. Kind of, it's like the Curb Your Enthusiasming... Oh, yeah. Curb Your Enthusiasm... Where everyone's Davidin? just so... Yeah, so miserable. Yes. And I really, like, related to all these characters. Yeah, they're... It's, it's interesting that, like... Uh, the white dude is kind of more stereotypically right. hood or something. Sure. Like, he's got the golds in, and, like, he's got the tattoos. And they try to make a point with that, and it was a point that I wonder how well-received is going to be. Do you think people are going to be like, oh, this is too much, or...? I don't know. I could see I could see that being patently offensive. Oh, okay. Like, the, it, it's, it reminded me a little bit of some of the points Bill Cosby used to make. Oh, yeah. Especially, there's a lot of points they make about the N-word. Yes. And who's really being the N-word. Like, I don't know about all that, man. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, even that is just kind of like a Chris Rock bit. You know? Yeah. He, that's kind just, of been done in some ways. That brings us to the other end of the totem pole. Uh-oh. The mysterious low main low man. Oh, boy. Of the movie. What low was man. Your, what was your, what, what, what? detracted. I don't know if this is specifically a person, but the the scene with the child with the gun, I hate it. It's a horrendous it. scene. I hated it. Almost, uh, almost, like, if the movie hadn't have kept kind of building steam after that point, because that's a scene that's in many movies. Yes. And that's a scene that doesn't need to be in any other movies. Yeah. You know, it's good in Unbreakable. They even mentioned Shyamalan, and then they kind of did the same, yeah. same scene from Unbreakable. Right. Very strange. Yeah, just not a good scene. Yeah. And, and, the execution of it was poor. Yes. It didn't look good. It didn't feel scary. It was just like, uh, I guess this kid's probably not going to shoot himself, so just yeah. take it out of the kid's hand so I don't have to wait anymore. And again, like, almost all the scenes to me with David and the kid, all of those sucked. Like, yeah? Like, those were... A little too cutesy? Yeah, or where I just saw, like, the holes, like, oh, this is acting. There's acting. Oh, yeah. You know, that's the... To me, the, the whole thing about watching movies never being taken out of the, ex- the experience. Oh, that's yeah. That's movie fails. But uh, on the whole, what's your final verdict? Um, I, I still don't know how to go on this. <laughs> I'll go first. Okay, go ahead. Guilty. Yes. Of being an excellent freshman effort, oh, I okay. think. But an uneven film. Um, I, I'm glad films like this are being made right now. It's really cool seeing, like, we're seeing a lot of diversity and, and a lot of marketing money being spent on... Yes, tons of money, yeah. On, on, on like, diverse filmmakers, because uh, we got, you know, uh, uh, Sorry to Bother You, and uh, even, you know, going the other way, that we got little little films made by Bo What's-His-Nuts, 
Bo Burnham. Oh about yeah, eighth, eighth grade, graders yeah. and stuff. And and, and I, I don't know. We're just seeing movies about you know regular people again. Yes, which I like, and they're actually being put out there. Yeah, and have some money behind them, which I like. So I'm glad that this trend is going. But I was like, you know, I, I wouldn't say this is. We'll talk about our top five. This isn't in my top five. No. I mean, this, this, this is like, I'm still, I have Sequelizer over this. Okay. Yeah, Sequelizer, <laughs> I think, is higher for me, too. Oh! Um, I I will give it, like, a slight into Guilty if Guilty is the good thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still not sure if Guilty is good. But, uh... <laughs> you know. Hey, man, this movie's about institutionalization, so I don't know if Guilty, oh, not Guilty is good either. Oh, that's you know? true. I was feeling that. Dang. Yeah, that's true. You, I mean, you're a criminal yourself. <laughs> <laughs> did it speak to you? But, uh, yes, as a, yes, as a criminal. <laughs> I got to go take a piss test. Uh, uh, I, I, I want to start doing something else. This is a, a new segment I'm springing on you and only our second episode ever. Okay. Um, we've had time to reflect. Yes. On Mission Impossible Fallout. <gasps> do you still hold it in as high esteem? Yes. So okay. far I do. So no coming down? No, I I think uh, I mean I think slowly the the terror of the fight yeah, has that's right. Has if you missed subsided. last episode, there was a race riot. There was a near during, race yes. during our viewing during the climax. But I don't know. I just liked all of the things it did. <laughs> I think I liked it even more than you somehow. I don't know. I mean, as as I reflect, I feel like it is more of an achievement it's just unbelievable i just took my breath away yeah i mean i almost never just stare dumbfounded at a movie for two hours but i just like kept just like being like what is this it made me a dummy yeah and i loved it for it right (laughs) well that does it for another episode of food court movie podcast at foodcourtmoviepodcast.com like us on facebook follow us on twitter at foodcourtcast instagram foodcourtmoviepodcast Give us a five-star review, or I will find you. It's going to get you. And remember, bon appetit, and we are the law. Mm